Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Sarah Potter. Hey. We're back to talk Ruby Episode 3 of Volume 7, Ace Operatives, um, that aired today on Rooster Teeth First and VRV, etc. Um, we talk Ruby every week here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for us on your podcast app by searching Overly Animated Ruby. And find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Overly Animated. Um, I don't have anything funny to say about the title, but I just don't like the title of this episode. I think it's like un- uncreative. I- um, uh, Haley, have you noticed that Aesop's <laughs> means Aesop's fable? Okay, no, no, stop it. I don't... <laughs> not bringing that up. We're not talking about that. I don't care. Okay, so we have talked about things in the episode where there's a lot I of stuff in this episode to talk about. <laughs> Spoilers for episode three of Volume 7 of Ruby and all previous episodes of this season and past season. Um, Haley is back joining us. Um, hi, Haley. Uh, what did you think of this episode? And if you want to work in your thoughts on the previous two episodes of the season um, uh, up to this point as well. Yeah. So like Penny, I have returned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Where's your grand that- entrance? Ooh. <laughs> I was like, good opening line. Um, yeah, I'm back. I'm excited to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, I guess for uh, logic's sake, um, I liked the first two episodes. They seemed fine. I wasn't like, I feel like I was more jazzed about it. The, the first two episodes of last season, mm-hmm. they seemed a bit more impactful based on my memory of it, but who knows? Maybe that's wrong. Um, but uh, I think they've been solid so far. Uh, I think it's hilarious that the like point of this season at this moment, at least is to get a satellite up into space, which <laughs> I was not theorizing was going to be the focus, but I'm, I'm here for it. Let's see what happens. Um, yeah. They were just kind of chill and good. I like cities and city dynamics. So I thought that was interesting having uh, Atlas and Mantle. I think that's going to be neat fodder for later on. Um, yeah. And then this episode, uh it it was a weird one i like half of it was just all about outfits and shipping and i was so here for all of that um and then the second half felt like it was like a scene out of a video game like we were doing boss fights to get down a level or something um which i was casually there for that so yeah i think it's uh it's it, it's not making me angry which is good very good for ruby and i'm actively enjoying moments so okay <laughs> back in in full form here not making me angry yeah back in the swing of things already that's what we have yeah. that's how we evaluate really <laughs> i like the difference between like i'm so here for it and i'm uh some what would you say somewhat here for it like with the yeah, <laughs> yeah half half in on the fights okay i think that yeah. is fair i'm yeah. like yeah cool it's happening it's- let's see where we go okay good sarah what did you think of ace operatives uh it felt weird it wasn't a bad episode but again it feels like we're not this still feels like setup to me it feels like they're showing us like what the eight it feels like we're just learning what the ace operatives can do before we have to fight them at some point or like we see them or we see them get in trouble the most exciting thing for me is that crow is 100 percent gay in this episode and i'm all for that completely like i am all for this ship uh crow and clover like Yes, just just give me this. Would you have known Clover's name unless I wrote it down on the outline? Uh, I he only know his, his name is Alpha. I only know. <laughs> <laughs> he kept I saying Alpha on the mic. 
Yeah, the Wakajaki. Alpha, yeah, yeah, they're alpha team, yeah. So that could have been his name, yeah. But 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 I only knew his name was Clover Dylan because he said, "I'm good luck," and it's just like, "Oh right, that's that's he's four leaf clover." Yep, yep. (laughs) Like just imagine that you're named as a baby, and it's because like, and you just happen to be like, "Oh, that was lucky." His name, he has a luck semblance. Like just their lore hole we can dive into. Oh my god. Anyways, I I love that part of this episode like that part like all the other parts of the episode felt a little um loose like they felt like we're just getting across exposition still because we need to for this season but that section felt like oh we're actually doing something character wise here and i'm really happy that it's with crow and i actually care about him now because he might be gay yeah okay uh, yeah a lot of like, crow thoughts i dylan I'm excited for there to be a male-male relationship on this show because, like, that's very hard to pull off considering everyone's a woman. Uh, John and Ren, no, no, um, they're eh. yeah, now, oh, now with that haircut. Yeah. Also, we got a song that was really great, and it was very strange. And I have a lot to say about John's outfit, but I okay. can say that. okay. We'll say we'll get, we'll get to John. I'm sure it's <laughs> <on> John. <laughs> Um, I think that was, this episode's fun. Um, it was jarring the first time because it's so fast in the beginning, and I really don't like how the beginning of the episode's structured. Like, I, I get it because this is like a whole set piece of this mission that they're doing. So we start with the mission, and then we like catch us up to speed on how we get to this point very quickly. But um, it's just too fast in the beginning. It works better the second time. Uh, the whole episode, and I like that it's like just all about this mission and um, seeing the the other team and seeing how our team works with their upgrades and their outfits. And um, there's a lot more team interact Ruby interaction moments, which we've talked about every week now. On a conti- remember to continue tracking. Um, so I think it's the best episode of the season so far. Um, it's that's not you know saying a ton because I wasn't too yeah. crazy about the previous two weeks. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And once you get past, I think just the craziness of the beginning and you start to understand who everyone is here, then this is just a a fun episode. This is what I'm looking for from Ruby. Um, Blake and Yang flirting, uh, the whole team fighting random grim, um, a song, you know, this is, that's, that's good. Uh, and yeah. And, and for some reason, Crow and, uh, being, (laughs) interesting for once and uh oh but there's also terrible moments this episode so um like funny terrible but um (laughs) i'm ready to talk about it yeah i don't know like is it bad on purpose or is this show that would just what the show is uh probably that's the eternal question with ruby like are we doing this on purpose or not the reveal of clover's semblance was just maybe the worst thing i've ever seen (laughs) um but But it might have been on purpose. But like, yeah, is it camp? I think it's kind of campy on purpose, but also yeah, just like why? Clover, so like, <laughs> yeah, like it's could, definitely could, on purpose. But like, why can't we just not? Like, <laughs> because this Dylan, is Ruby. we need to emphasize that they're totally gay for each other because their semblances cancel out. Okay, um, that's if yeah, I don't know. What the, I, we can we, only be happy with each other. Yeah, yeah, right. Did we start at finding a love interest for Crow, or did we start with like? Um, anti-crow. We have to meet the Dylan, anti-crow. This I thought season. this was a love interest for Crow in episode one. I remember talking about this. Like, he literally did, actually. No, I mean, from the concepting of his character. Like, how do we get to the stupid oh, point with I... this Clover character? Like, <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Anyway. Um... Uh-huh. Yeah, it was also this is also a gorgeous episode. Um, so the the mines slash the whatever they're fighting in is like very colorful at some points. 
Um, I really, I really like a lot of the locations. Oh, also, I thought it was really interesting how this episode also incorporated horror elements um, into it, mm-hmm. particularly kind of jump scares. Um, I, I got scared, like <laughs> actively scared. Actively scared from Ruben. I was, wow. I jumped. I was not expecting which, that. which moment when the the bugs what? come or Tyrion when they. No, 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 Tyrion, no. I knew he was coming. No, uh, when they freaked Blake out. And then they did a neat shot of her, like, semblancing that kind of thing. Yeah, Um, well, oh, that was her semblance? I had no idea what that was. I was like, there's two Blake. So that was the frozen bit. I was like, there's a... There's two Blakes on screen for like a frame, but I was like, I don't really care about going back (laughs) and trying to pause it. Okay. But yeah, no, that, that that startled me. Okay. Um, yeah, which I, we like really praised their horror elements last season, how they integrated it into that one episode um, at the farm. Um, so I, this doesn't surprise me that they're going to try to do more of this this season. And I think it kind of worked casually into an episode. Yeah. Like, it doesn't just need totally. to be a whole uh, horror episode. Like this is just mostly a fun episode. And there were some some scares. I mean, it's not like this was deep horror lore. It's just a few jump scares. But they could do, um, I think, more with this. But this is... Uh, this is, I, I think, an interesting direction. It feels uh, like the most obvious way we can see, like, the writing improving. Like, they're like, this worked last season. Let's try, like, sprinkling it through this that's time. That's literally, like, from from what we can tell from their interviews, that's literally all they do is, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is good, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But it means, like, it, it's that's really funny. funny though. It's just like, oh, this worked. People like this. Let's just keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, I mean, honestly, to Miles and Carrie and now the other writers, credit is... Uh, that's way better than kind of the the Game of Thrones creators approach of I'm not going to listen to any fan feedback at all, right? Like I'd prefer mm-hmm. like you listen to what people liked and didn't like and then incorporate. Totally, it. I think yeah. That's like cool. you shouldn't be beholden to the fans to like you should write the story you want to yeah. write, but you should understand which things are hitting with your audience and which aren't. Like there's there's a fine line to ride there, but you should understand which things just aren't working. Yeah, I think I think it's both. I, yeah, it, it is important to to not let the fans completely dictate your story and just do what you're like what the creative intent is but also was seeing what people like and like can be a good gauge for what's working and not working you know yeah so, like, yeah and i yeah that's honestly probably the best quality of uh the show's iteration season to season um we're reading the tale every episode now dylan because we because you loved it so much and the season's yeah. made for you they're, they're, they're <laughs> listening to me they have to be but, it, but they might actually be like, no, based on the amount of like, Tyrion. Like so many Ruby podcasts. Like they might actually listen. Someone on the crew might listen to me. Oh, that, that was come on. people on the crew definitely listen. But like uh, this is, uh, I mean, we're the I don't know. Does anyone else do consistent? There's like one other podcast, I guess. Yeah, and they're good. behind. We're like the one that does it. Yeah, we're the one yeah. that actually does. It. Okay, so um, yeah, but you're enraged at Tyrion's tale, not happy about it. So I don't like, know how I feel about love Tyrion's and hate tale. are two we're sides really of the same coin. Right now, okay. Like, no, I'm we're sorry. not getting to the no. I I. Relic, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Tyrion's not coming until half an hour in at least. Okay, so oh, yeah. let's <laughs> sorry for you know. Let's talk about the new look for Team Ruby because that's yes. the, uh, obviously yes. the number one thing. I mean, we kind of talked about it week one just because like it's in the intro. Um, but I feel like the first topic is like they do, there's no it's not like oh here's a time skip or oh we're gonna show Blake in her Zuko moment cut it chopping off her hair. <laughs> Like no, it just happens. Yeah, like yeah. Haley, Haley, do you find that jarring, or did you kind of like that we didn't meander on that? Uh, well, I I just really wanted the episode. I came back to have the new outfits because I really <laughs> like outfits, <laughs> and yes. I wanted to talk about it. I so, remember this, that you love outfits. I love costumes so much. So when I saw it happening, I was like, "Yes, this is amazing." <laughs> um, no, I thought it was just so funny because it was also very clear that like the. Um, the animation style, as it does, changed slightly. 
So it was like <laughs> just brand new models. No, no feeding into that, which was kind of funny. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I really desperately wanted them to change their outfits and their haircuts. So I'm kind of here for it rather than just waiting. Uh, it would have been nice to have a moment though of, of like, like going to the hairdresser <laughs> maybe, or just some scissors. Yeah, what's your, what's your theory on how Blake got the haircut? Well, as someone, okay. She now has my haircut, which is kind of uh, funny and I'm, I'm appreciating that. Um, but I know that one time I had to trim it and I did it myself. So it is possible to cut that haircut for yourself. Um, she did just get her weapon back. She did just get her weapon back. So there's options. So I like the theory that she did it herself because she actually, guys, actually, she probably did. Because she would go to a hairdresser and they'd be like, you're a faunus and get freaked <laughs> out by the ears and would say no. But, okay. Right? The pro- yeah. But here's the problem with her cutting it herself, Haley. Like, her hair is like a different style. It's not just like different legs. Like, how did she do I that? Know. I don't know. I'm not staring at it. No, no, no. That could just be, you just chop it and you're good to go. Is it like it looks more wavy? So, like it, whatever, whatever. That's what happens uh, when there's less weight. I, I mean, yeah. How how about for the option? So she could have got, so gone to a, a hair place. I think it's a good point that maybe I don't know if they accept faunuses in the city or not. Um, we talk, we do talk about fauna stuff this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, or other option, Yang cut it off for her. That also would be amazing. <laughs> but I mean, like the way she reacts makes it seem like she hasn't like fully commented on yeah. it yet. Exactly. But Haley, I, yeah, I posted- yeah, yeah, Yang probably wouldn't have been so right? uh, blushy about it if, uh, or like, uh, like stuttery whoa. about it, yeah, if she but, did, she did it. But yeah, uh, wow, Haley, I posted in the outline like this is like Blake gives herself like bedroom eyes in the in the mirror right before she cuts her own hair. It's like the weirdest look she gives herself. Love it, I love it. She's like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am very attractive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that scene was weird. It's like, oh, this is just Blake evaluating her hair, but it's like, why? I, I don't know. I just, I did think it was way too fast. Um, what we we're doing. Um, like I I get. I I mean, on one hand, it's like, okay, this was in service of a episode that kind of is like a whole one thing. Like, I really like episodes that are contained within themselves. It, it, yeah. it, the beginning is what relates to the climax of the episode, except for Tyrion, which has nothing to do with anything. Um, but uh, this, so I like that aspect, but like, I, we could have done a whole episode about them getting their new outfits. I think that would have been really fun. That would have been ideal. That would have been completely ideal. I, I, think we're, I feel like we're missing like gold here. I mean, this is just not what they're interested in with this show, but I, we are, we could have, I was, I, yeah, we are, but we, we, it would have been outlined, a way to see the city too. I don't know. Yeah. We outlined the way that we could have like slice of life, like the pairs like split up for outfits and stuff. Like that'd yeah, be fun. they go, they go on dates mm-hmm. uh, to get, pick out their new outfits and stuff. And, and their new weapons, like, go to get fixed Blake's weapon with Ruby. Like, like there was, there was stuff we had outlined and like, obviously it's just not what they were doing and that's fine, but it's just like, this is what I want. Like, I just want them all interacting together. I think Weiss might have more hair. Yeah, where did she get all okay, the hair Okay, okay, let's go through them. Okay. We can, <laughs> where did Weiss get staring at We can start with Weiss. I think Weiss probably is the most striking. Weiss and Blake have the most striking difference. I love show. Weiss's outfit. So Weiss, uh, her hair, she is a, a large ponytail. I don't know how you'd describe it. Uh, a large braid. A braid, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. Does seem like she has more hair. Volume. Yeah. Wow. Did she? Yeah, is there? Oh, you know what it is? Extensions in there. Yeah. No, 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 no. She has something inside the braid, like poofing it up. Like there's something oh. hidden inside the braid. <laughs> Maybe weapons. Yeah, like she's gonna reveal a weapon inside her braid. She's got knives in there. Yeah, that's yeah. a classic move. Oh, that would be awesome. Your hair. Um, 
Yeah, she is uh the new hair, she's like a, a blue sweater on out on top of a, a dress yeah. or something, a combat skirt. It barely skirt. covers yeah. anything. Um, and she, she's probably they're all probably more clothed than they were before. Yes, which I appreciate because of my rants last season where they're in the snow with bare midriffs. <laughs> they still complained about the cold this episode. I know. Ruby's like, <laughs> I'm cold. I'm like, where's that been the last five years? Okay, like, <laughs> put a coat on. <laughs> that was the stupidest. There's things in here that are just like, uh, like they literally just changed their outfits and then complained about how cold it was. Like, I know, and so and in this show's logic, it's like we're outside of a city, so there's not heating like all around. So now that now's the time when the characters are really cold. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So what do we? I, I we I like Weiss's new outfit. It's it's uh, just mm-hmm. her whole new look. I mean, obviously, it's just carrot new character models like it uh, moves really well too when she fights like the the kind of cover at the front there works well so i i didn't notice at first like that's what it was but now that you pointed out like that's definitely why they did the new outfits because they're like oh we need to update the models for our program (laughs) but like what that means though is we'll probably get more outfits as they update their their software so i'm fine with that they've famously again updated a few times and they haven't had this drastic of changes so i do think it's also like that they've I, I, I know, looks, but I think, but like, they gotta winterize. now they have, like, the ability to do this if they want to. Like, I think, like, next season we might go, like, not next season, but one season we'll go to somewhere warmer and they won't wear this. Well, we, yeah, when we go to the, the desert place. Uh, oh, no. Can, in, yeah, like, five can't, seasons. These seasons, these outfits don't make sense. No, yeah. probably next season or the season after that. Um, yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's true. We'll do it more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also noticing on all their outfits, there seems to be an emphasis on multiple belts. And zippers. Too and many zippers. zippers. And Blake. class that don't clasp onto anything. Blake has like a million zippers. Blake, do, actually, yeah, holy moly. Blake, Blake on her forearm, she has a zipper. And in the scene where she, the Bumblebee scene, she's like open the zipper on her <laughs> arm. It's like, why is your zipper open on your <laughs> forearm? She runs hot. <laughs> just oh, she's got zippers on her thighs, which is like not good for anything. Both. Both. Oh, yeah. Like. She has four Whatever. zippers just <laughs> So what do these zippers do? They're just for cool, to look cool, right? Yeah. They're not- yeah. Also, Bla- 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 uh, Weiss has uh, like three belts on on top of each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, they don't do anything pouches. either. They might have stuff in them. Yeah, why does she have little pouches? Huh? <laughs> she yes. holds like her dust, dust cartridge cartridges, I guess. And then Ruby has a belt, but then also like a half belt on her skirt because the skirt's not a full skirt for some reason. Yeah, 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 right. I see that now. Yep. What? Okay, like I love these outfits, but like in terms of like real life, like what is this? These are all no. like so weird. Yeah, uh, they're great. I, they're they're, so great. I think the more you look at it, the more ridiculous they seem. Yeah, <laughs> but I love them still. But they're it's good. so on brand. It's on brand. This this, this fits the show. Um, yeah. yeah. So Weiss, I think the hairstyle is really drastic for Weiss, um, and yeah. I, I I like switching up for her. But um, I could see them moving away from this too in the next I change. Like- yeah, I like Ruby's haircut because it, it's yeah. still short as it was, but it's kind of an asymmetrical thing, which I think matches her personality well. And it's yeah. more, flo- she like kind of floofed it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's like, it seems, it's like gelled or base or something. Like that's what it looks like. Yeah. Like she's, it was like very straight before and now it's um a little yeah. sort of spiky all over the place. I think it fits her punk vibes, I think, a little yeah. better. And also yeah. it looks more like she's, like now like in terms of their models it looks like ruby's closer to their age but is like still like clinging to that like those childish like mm-hmm. like I say as well that i think out of any of the like model updates or anything this is the one where i'm most obviously noticing that they are aging yeah but i really appreciate like they don't look like 
children it, in these models, which is really nice. They look. It just feels sudden because it's like instant, but. Yeah, yeah, that was a little like, whoa, guys, you aged up five years. What happened? But it's fine. Like, but it's what it's, 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 it's That's that's the, their software, and I can I'm a, I understand that. Yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, so Ruby Ruby's got the hair, and the outfit I think is mostly the same. Although I think they all changed a little. I mean, Yang Yang is the same hair, but she her outfit changed. Question mark. She has glasses. Yep. She's got glasses. She's wearing. Yeah, she's gonna pants. wear them all the time. I assume she's not gonna wear those yet. Orange glasses all the time. She wasn't. She yeah. she just she wore them when they jumped out because she's smart, you know. She's thinking. Yeah. I think they were just for like time. Like she, it's her motor. She has her glasses for the motorcycle. Oh, the motorcycle, stuff. but she doesn't have the motor. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, like that's why she probably yeah. used to wear. But for plain yeah. jumping. Yeah, yeah. Are, are we uh, upset that Yang didn't get a hair update as well? No, because I think people yeah. would be upset if she got her hair cut. And that's her whole thing, right? Yeah. Because remember, is... like it, it's been characterized in past seasons that she like doesn't like people like touching her hair like because there was one fight where like someone like cut her hair off a little bit and she got really yeah. really bad yeah i could see um yang with like really short hair um like uh like just this very sh- like i don't know it's like yang it's to a certain extent i feel like it doesn't super fit her personality she has super yeah. hair I, I just don't see how that fits in the character characterization we've done so far but like maybe she's like trying to copy blake <laughs> like way shorter than Blake's too. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, totally. I like her long hair. I think it adds yeah. like a dramatic flair to her. That and she likes it on fire. Oh, and also it has to go on fire. fire. Yeah, so oh, you can't, you you can't cut it because it has to go on fire. No, no, no. no. You know, really cool if she like cuts her hair really short, but then when she like lights it on fire, it gets as long as it used to be. Like oh, that, that. Yeah, they would do oh. that actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they would do that. Okay, and then back to Blake. Like, uh, so the hair. She's the Blake is the bisexual haircut. Wow, yep. as we all know. So this bisexual Bob, there it is. Bye, Bob. She's having her Legend of Korra moment. Yes, before. exactly. Yeah, um, I think the haircuts really work on her. That her really? her outfit, I'm not sold on <laughs> the outfit with all the zippers, but too many zippers. Too many zippers. Like without the zippers, I'd probably like it fine. But it's just like, why yeah. so many zippers? I don't know. I feel like she's also coming off her. of the best look of anyone in Ruby history. Like yeah. at the end of last season, post oh, fight, like um, like the. The fight when she when her when her jacket gets ripped off yeah. like that is like the best look she's ever had. Yeah, so I think like anything any change is downgrade. Um, but the hair the, the hair independent of that is is nice. Um, and we get a great scene of so okay let's go let's go right to that scene. We can come back to the other mm-hmm. three. Yeah, that's about. fine. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a few this is there's one big bumblebee moan and a few others I noted down. Um, yep. uh, Yang says uh, sorry, just not used to the new hair yet, and uh, Blake says is it. Bad and she's blushing, and um, Yang's uh, no, it's it's good, great, even. And Yang had a little smile before she started, before Blake like caught her. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah, uh, Haley, what do you uh, how how do you like the scene, and what do you think of Bumblebee so far this season? Um, I think it's severely lacking <laughs> in Bumblebeeness because <laughs> yeah. last season it was like, okay, it's happening, here we go, and I think I I think last season I said. I was imagining that the beginning of the season would have like awkward moments for a minute there. Mm. Like I, I wasn't expecting it to just dive right in. Like we are committed and getting married, you know, like I, I wasn't expecting though. that to happen, but eventually, um, but yeah, so I'm okay with right now them being a little awkward because all the drama and adrenaline of that moment with Adam is now past and they're taking a breather for a second. So I think things are, they're feeling their emotions a little more clearly. Um, yeah, but I I think they could do a lot more with it. Even just little moments like this where 
like we are reminded that they are interested in each other and are awkward with each other. Um, so hopefully this continues. Um, but I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I, they seem to be doing it like way less frequently than I want them to, but it is coming up, which is promising. But we'll see. This is how they did it like last season too. So like, I'm not yeah, like worried. Like this is just what they do. They just like saving this stuff till the end of the season for some reason even though it's like i want this in the body of the season like that's what i want like i want i want them to spend the season together like that's what we all want yeah what do you think of this scene though sarah uh it was very gay very gay i don't know what else you want me to say dylan this is like did you personally enjoy it yes right yeah like i mean if i'm saying it's very gay i liked it a lot (laughs) i think that's inherent okay it's inherent it's inherent that i like this scene because uh I don't know. I like I like the facial expressions a lot. You can tell that there was a lot of work put into the exact ways they reacted to each other and spatially, and I like that a lot. Uh, I also really like the I liked what's his name, Mero, just being just being like, wow, these two are so gay. Let's just keep going. Just ignore them. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, gay. Uh, let's move on. Um, yeah. I like they're... the dynamic too of them being like Blake <laughs> caring what Yang is thinking about her, kind of like I feel like we don't see that a lot in a way and it's it's like a different dimension where she's like oh i i want yang to like me so then she's nervous and it's like oh blake no you're beautiful everything's good everything's gonna be good yeah um also also in this episode we have at the end um yang is like uh uh, wait until uh she sees what she can do with her eyes and laughs at that um yeah um, I think that was another good one. And also, like uh, Yang asked Blake if she's okay in this episode. There's also like a like a few seconds of Yang reacting to Blake going into like the 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 dark like section or something. I didn't really. Yeah, she was, was concerned for her. I think she was concerned. Yeah. So there's a lot here in this episode. I think yeah. that that scene with the 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 hair reaction is just very explicit, um, yep. explicitly romantic, and also clear that both of them like each other and kind of know they like each other yeah and are thinking about each other like and they all just they think about each other throughout the episode too yeah it, it seems like this scene it's not that they aren't acting on each other acting on it because they don't want to it's because like they're on a mission and they just realize oh this is not the time it feels like like that's why they don't do anything here yeah I mean, in terms of the meta bumble not the meta in terms of the in show it's like i think like at this point it's i feel like they're both clear that they like each other romantically of course there mm-hmm. might be a hurdle in terms of thinking about team members slash other girls at romantically and they might have to get past that even though they're basically understanding it I, so maybe there's some yeah. sort of mental block about that but like and they, they just they've clearly expressed um like yeah. affection towards each other multiple times mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. um but so it's more just like very quickly from last season we continued on with important things and like the world's at stake and yada yada and there's so i feel like gotta that, get that's that why. satellite and, up and even though we're describing we kind of described the last three episodes as like <laughs> i'm sorry I just heard what you said. Yep. <laughs> I what I was saying was, and despite what we've said about the episode, it's kind of like just being exposition, kind of moving forward, kind of slowly. Like they, they, the characters have not had time to like sit on this at all. Yeah. Like they've just mm-hmm. been like going from one thing to the next really quickly. And hopefully, next episode they get a chance to like sit down and just be around yeah. each other. I predictions. We'll see if I get this right. I feel okay. like not next episode, but the episode after. We're going to, like, something's going to, or maybe actually, wait, where did they, no, the end of the season, or this episode where they were, they're successful. Okay, so, not up, the next, next episode. I'm thinking they're going to be doing something, and then Yang and Blake are going to get, like, stuck somewhere together, and they're going to be forced to talk. 
and then they're going to leave that like wherever holding hands. This is my that would be that would be good if the, if plot forced them into a situation right? to talk out these feelings. That would be fantastic. We're seeing them in other plot instances where they are wanting to like there's there's tension or not, not tension, but there's like an awkwardness there that they want to delve into. But I think until they have a time to just be alone for a minute, then then they'll be forced to like work something out. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call. That they they need a, a mo- they need a moment that they're mm-hmm. together and alone and yeah um, exactly yeah. What um, in terms of the meta, I guess of the bumblebee here. Uh, the I think this is like a really notable scene in that it's mm-hmm. explicitly romantic and maybe the most explicitly romantic bumblebee. Like, even maybe even time. somehow even more so than the killing Adam stuff. Like I don't know, Adam, that was pretty romantic. <laughs> That as well, uh, but this is all like also Still your like, enemy so- with your girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, they were holding hands when they, when right, they right. I know. Yeah, I mean that I is, uh, yeah. The, the, so like the show has shown a willingness to continue to this pivot on Bumblebee to be um, actually explicit. Um, I think this is like great that the like they're not fulfilling it, but they are, I guess, explicitly showing queer romance, just not uh, like a pre-stage of it or something. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I think like last season, I was like, um, the fact that they are not going to kiss at the end of the season is like infuriating uh, because there's no real reason for them not to. And I think that yep. still holds true here. Like, there's, they're just, Ruby's doing the thing it does with romance with the exception of before a character will die, which is the only reason John and Pierre got to kiss, is that, uh, like, we're just going to draw out them they're they're like they're together and they know they know their feelings but they're just not going to date for some reason it's the same exact thing as like Nora and ren like why yeah. aren't these two characters actually dating so i'm worried that this will just continue infinitely with with blake and yang it's but i think it's just a problem with like western media in general where it's just like there's this idea that getting together is the ending yeah, yeah. of the story there's certainly an element of that yeah that the whole sitcom thing where yeah. this is like a big common like a uh, commentary on sitcoms it's like you can't you have to do will they won't they you can't show them getting together until then um the, i think like but the thing with ruby is that it's not a will they won't they like will they like yes yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's it's they've already in the will they stage they just are ruby does a thing where it's it does will they won't they they, they it's will they and then they don't actually start they're in yeah. they don't actually start dating like yeah, why the, the won't they is just we're not gonna give them screen time to ever yeah do. that's the, <laughs> that's the concern yeah. So I, I kind of am worried that this will just be in, in, this won't even, will be past I, this season. But it's also like, of course, like next episode. Like if Haley's right, if they're in a situation where they're alone, they could just kiss next episode. Like we're mm-hmm. there plot wise. I yeah, think I, I think that's gonna happen because I, I think they're two of our as, as they like to talk about other characters, but they're two of our main characters. You know, so it's they different can't than just, Nora and Ren. Exactly. Yeah, they're they're gonna be on screen and they're gonna be on screen together. So there's going to be instances like in this episode where they're going to interact that way. So it's just silly to not. I don't know. I I I think they've gotten past the point of them knowing, oh, I am interested in the other person. And they just have to actually say it to each other. And then we're golden. And we're just going to go forward as Bumblebee and everything's going to be great in the world. But we just got to get them to talk to each other. <laughs> Yeah, and we're past the point of there being uh, plot angst between them, which we had last yeah, season, which exactly. I think was very well handled. And they're, they're good. They're just, supporting each other. Yeah, they're yeah. concerned about each other, supporting each other. Mm-hmm. They're laughing at each other. The other one's cute, and they, yeah, they're blushing at how each other looks, and you know, so um, yeah, there's no reason for them not to be dating. And I think like it would be very compelling if Blake and Yang were dating mm-hmm. on. Screen. Oh yeah, it'd be um, awesome. 
So I think it would be more compelling than them the, doing the not Nora dating. I agree. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> can we just not have a second Nora and Ren? Like, let's not do that. Um, oh my god. Okay, I think that's good. So we'll be on the lookout for Bumblebee. I, I kind of agree with Haley that we're going to do something with them mid season, but I wouldn't like. I'd be surprised if they just kissed in two episodes. I guess. Like, I think if anything, we'll do that in the finale, or we'll just never do that because I seriously think that's a major concern. But. Um, I don't know. I, I, I trust, I trust in them, like the writers enough Mm. to know that that would just be like so stupid. I absolutely do not trust in Miles and Carrie enough for this. (laughs) That being said, they brought in, they brought in two new writers and I think think that they will be able to say like, let's not do this. Last season I was more skeptical. Now I'm like, okay, they've got two other people who are going to have these opinions and be like, guys, this is how you write a compelling story. And they're going to do it. Uh, yeah, how how many episodes do we have this season? Uh, we, we never know. know. We never know. Until, never until know, close right? to the <laughs> yeah. end. They okay. won't say. Uh, okay. We. Uh, this is the first. This is the first episode of the season. Or was the first episode written by? Um, yeah, I think Miles got the credit. This episode has had the writing credit for Miles and Carrie as we continue to track the. Right. The, how the credits are distributed this season. So. Um, I know. I guess that fits. This is like a scene that you know. So hopefully. Uh, Hopefully we'll do something soon with the two of them, but this is, it's good. It's great that we had this scene here because it is one of the most notable Bumblebee scenes ever. Um, totally. Yeah. And um, it's just pure Bumblebee. Like there's no, there's nothing else happening or provoking or whatever. It's just Yang being like, <laughs> thinking that she's sneaking a, a peek at Blake and Blake catching her and it's yeah, cute yeah. and awkward. And I love that. Great. And of course yeah. they're cut off by characters we don't know. or <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Nora and Ren, let's go back to them. Uh, they also have new outfits along with uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named. But um, I, I want to say about John, but he does not change his outfit very much at all. Uh, looks. Let's say looks instead of outfits. So John um, has a new haircut. Sarah. People seem quite upset about this. Well, well, who, who, Haley, who have you seen upset about this? Generally, like when I randomly look at the Discord. Okay, once well, our time. Discord's oh. upset. I don't know about the meta room. Yeah, Maybe. I don't. I don't, about, I don't know about the meta. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, Haley, in... what's your honest evaluation of John's new haircut? Okay, I'm zooming in real close on his yeah, the I image I have. Yeah, screen cap where in the background because actually, yeah, you're right, sir. His outfit is not really different at all. It's just the hair. Um, <laughs> different. He he sheathed his sword on his arm at one point, and it looks so <laughs> stupid. But it's on his hip at this point. So I, I don't know, know, but in the aircraft, he's like, let's put my sword on my arm. Like, why? Because then it turned into a shield and all that jazz. Um, okay, my hair assessment. So, <laughs> I think, <laughs> a positive. I think it makes him look taller. It does. It totally does, right? It definitely makes him look Earth taller. Earth bottle just be taller? I don't know. I think, I'm like, no, I think it's the hair. Um, I, I don't have any strong feelings about it. I, I think it looks, um, better kept. I think it's an, a nice cut. Um, it just doesn't work for him. I, you know what? I don't know what works for John. Fair. What would work? Yeah. I don't know what would work for him, but I think the old haircut was a little too floppy for him and he's, you know, he's growing up. And he shouldn't. He's uh, trying. Get a, get a okay, so you yeah, see some positives, Haley. Uh, yeah, on, on the I, other I, side I, of the debate, here's Sarah on John's better. haircut. His face <laughs> shows better. Do so you think it, he yeah. looks like a he looks like a bro, which is like everything yeah. I don't want John to be. 
But he kind of is, though. <laughs> I know he is, which is why I'm saying I, it's everything I don't I want. I feel like the show has gone to great lengths to not show him as a bro recently. Like, I, I know. Feel like, I feel like the I show know. doesn't he want that. Like, so why do this haircut, right? Like, this is... He looks like the guy that bullied him in season one, who... I can't believe I mentioned that plot, but it looks like he looks like him. Oh, I can't believe you remembered that plot. Car, Carden? Uh, I remember it. It's I infamous, remember it that's Haley. why. I remember it, Haley, because it was half of the first season for yeah. some reason. Okay, I'm looking he at does, some I feel like he does, side look, like, I think he does look like Carden. Um, yeah, so Sarah doesn't like it. I don't like it, but also, there's mm-hmm. very little about John I like. I don't yeah. know. So, take that as you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't like it either i less like that he got it was a moment in the episode where he evaluated his hair and then he had a haircut later and we're supposed to care um so i think that was a failure because i didn't care uh but maybe other people did <laughs> that's why that's I, my I, assessment i know people cared because people like john a lot uh who people uh, okay ruby ruby read it yeah yeah um, yeah yeah okay now okay i'm looking at pictures of the old hair i approve of the new hair of john wow hair? No, yeah, okay. it was an awkward length previously. This this is better hair. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying he could have done better with his like with this hair that he changed it to. It does have quite like uh, segmented points, <laughs> which are a little much. Um, but I don't know. We're we're a hair review podcast now. Yeah, that's all. I mean, that's what don't. this episode is. Okay, the other two. Uh, Ren has like a shoulder thing. Did he have that I don't before? Like Ren's look. I don't like Ren's look. He looks more emo, right? Like, uh, Does he have another knife on his arm? I can't see it. Yeah, there's one on his arm. Well, his, okay. things, his things are green now. I don't think they were mm-hmm. green before. Um, I think they were. No, they were green. They were green? Okay. The guns, you mean? That's that's yeah. that's what I get for trying to care about Ren at all. Um, okay, moving <laughs> on. Um, Nora, though. I think Nora's love outfit Nora's is look. fantastic. I love Nora's outfit. but I've, Did great. I talk about it on the podcast? Haley, you'd know. Nora's about outfit? Nora's outfit? Yeah. I don't remember hearing that. Well, I mean, like. It's it's really cute and it's really pretty and it's the trans flag colors even though, yeah, love it. They, that might yeah. be something this season. Yeah, I, I, I we don't heard we heard like, they were doing Nora backstory we and and that. and the person and the person who is the lead like modeler for Nora was liking trans Nora stuff on Tumblr like liking it. Yeah, that's always a, that's always a tricky place to go. Is like what are people liking on? Uh, yeah, but yeah. but it's what I'm saying is that I've looked at the evidence. There is evidence in favor of it, but I don't want to go into it unless it's confirmed in the show because it's I don't want to go through the whole rant, a whole thing unless it <laughs> ends up. being. I mean, I think it's fair to bring up because it seemed this is like something the show legitimately okay. might do this season. No, I mean, so I'm just saying, like, let's bring up the possibility. At the very well, I mean, least. like, I mean, like, I'll say at least what's up with this outfit instead of going to the evidence in the okay. past. But the thing, this thing I'm saying here is that she cover she covers her shoulders a lot. Like she's showing her shoulders a lot more than her previous outfit, but she's still covering the shoulders themselves. That's normal uh, MTF like dysphoria stuff. She has a belt around her waist that's very tight. That's also like it 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 to help um curve. Like it makes it look like she has more curves. She still mm-hmm. has like a um uh she has what's it called? Uh a skirt around her um a skirt that kind of hides exactly what her curves are around her around her hips cuz like she does like it makes it look like her hips are wider than they might actually be, which is another trick that you can do with um styling like that. And then the other big thing, obviously, is the colors and the fact that she hides a lot of her chest. Like, it could be that she's padding instead of, like, actually has a chest. Like, that is also possible because her previous shirt also did not have cleavage on it. Like, and that's kind of rare for the Ruby Girls. But that's less of a... That could just be, like, she likes wearing it like that. But, um, yeah, those are the big points for me. Also, 
the gloves kind of, but everyone kind of wears gloves. Hiding her hands is kind of might be a thing, but that 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 has less weight just because everyone wears gloves in the show. For no reason. In the winter. Yeah, yeah no, but I there's other it. evidence past designs and her, and especially of her as a kid, that would yeah. lead to lead to this thing. But I'll get into that if it comes up in the show. All right, well, mm-hmm. yeah, or or next time something comes up that might hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely yeah. keep pointing out shows, but like yeah. this is the biggest thing. Like specifically, this outfit being the trans colors and being like it has a lot of little details that are very, very like indicative of she's trying to make her figure look a very specific way, even though she might not need to. But it's things she's learned in the past, and she's it's hard to drop those. I could see <laughs> this outfit being the character designer's way of. Um, like getting this aspect of this character to the forefront, um, where whereas the writing might not go there, even though the writing might right. not go there this season. No, I I agree with that as well, but I'm just saying that like the outfit, not just like the colors. There's more here than just like mm-hmm. it's the same the elements of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that being said, like if they if we were doing like I think it would be signed off by them, but like I could see Miles and Carrie being like, okay, yeah, we can do this in like the details, but not in the plot, and like you know that we can when if if we get to that point, we can criticize it. So that would be what yeah, would, I know. will criticize it if it's bad. I'm excited for the idea of it because Nora. Uh, here's the thing: I like the idea that Nora has a lot of qualities that are traditionally feminine and masculine, like like just that. That's good because a lot of trans characters get like forced into like very specific roles like very like feminine or very masculine and not anything between that and like nora has a lot of like feminineness in her like outfits but she's very masculine in the way she acts outwardly to people and in fights and stuff and i think that it would be a really interesting thing to like i would really like that i really like that about her mm-hmm. nice yeah um not yeah. nearly as important element of her outfit but um she used to have this little you know the little heart cut out kind of yes just there with the, the strike going through it that thing drove me absolutely insane. <laughs> it's like it was a cleavage hole. It, I, it, it was. Yeah, but it had the, but it has the lines cutting through it, and it. I always thought it was going to rip. Yeah, but I knew it wasn't. <laughs> they're not real people. Well, Haley. Oh, oh that's why. Okay. Uh, yeah. So her, her dress heart. holds together. She's hearts on the the yeah. Yes. The, the I like how you tried to name what they were, Dylan. Then you realize you have no idea what they are. I, I, I like yeah. I I can't describe what. They I don't are. know what they are. Either. <laughs> <laughs> on the, the the outfit, it's 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 a part of the design. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I, I I think Nora about. might have the best new in terms of like not hair but outfit. I think Nora might have the best. She has the best. Nora and Weiss. Yeah. I really. Well, her outfit's just really consistent. Like it's really like there's a theme to it. There's like. And there's not like a million pouches and belts. It's just it outfits. Zippers. I don't there's think there's any belt. zippers. You know, of course, there's, there's just a... a lot of buttons. Which buttons are great? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. How much? Like, what's is there a word that describes belts, pouches, zippers, buttons? Like, is there like, like something like the, Ruby has the most of those on clothes in the history of the world? Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> just accessory. Accessories, okay. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, I love. I'm just like staring at Ren's image now. I, can't really get, I don't get his outfit. He just put on bigger gloves, this funny shoulder bit, and like just his hair around so it's longer in the front. Cut it a little bit too in the back. Yeah, they really like the asymmetrical thing. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Some people loved that. Some people did not like that. Uh, I can already tell. Um, let's talk about the Aesop's team. Speaking of p- things people probably don't like. Uh, this, the Aesop's fables. Well, I don't know. I literally didn't under- hear what you just said. Um, so <laughs> let's go through all the members again. Uh, we learned their semblances, but I didn't write down their semblances because I don't care about semblances. But um, You better because I think that's going to be a focus of the season. God. It looks like, like the semblances are very 
So we'll go, let's let's get back to Clover at the end because that'll transition to Clover and Krill. Um, yeah, sure. El- Elm is. Uh, I think Elm doesn't do a ton this episode. She's the the buff girl, um, and she like fruit herself in place like a tree. Get it? Oh, okay. So yeah, she, yeah she's. It it, it, I got confused. I thought um, Vine might have been like augmenting his semblance to affect Elm because it's the same color, but I think yeah, it's that's different. what I thought at first too. But then oh. I saw her name, and then I'm like, oh, right. she's I think I think her semblance is she just yeah roots herself, yeah, which is really I think stupid. But I think it's the dust is making it light up like that. Yeah, that could okay. also. Yeah, maybe it's the dust from that. I don't know. Um, she uh, most notable Elm moment. She's like carrying Ruby on her shoulder at the end in the background right. of one shot. Well, well, I love well, she's that. holding her with one arm. She's like with doing the total arm. like strong yeah. girl thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, I feel like Weiss would be upset about Ruby enjoying um, yeah. riding on the shoulder. <laughs> this is the opposite of Weiss's uh, type. So this is. I, like, I want to. I want to see like the, the the scene later where Weiss tries to pick up Ruby too. And, yes. And <laughs> yeah, I think it probably wasn't written into the thing. Like it's just a background the animation detail because it's like, but and that was a great. Um, Mero um, oh, is the oh. the dog boy. Um, he, I think, his most notable thing is he's talking about Faunus like rights and privilege and stuff like he contributed to the, well, i mean because he is a faunus yeah he contributes to the weiss and you know doesn't mean he has th- strong thoughts on it though and he seems to have strong thoughts on it, it like, uh, this feels like a, a like a writer in Cirque. he's like we can't talk about the the like systemic problems of racism it's just like okay we get yeah marrow yeah. says anyway i didn't come over here to solve systemic societal issues i didn't know that miles and carrie knew the word systemic like society anyway but that's that's a joke that's, kind that's of. the new writer um, yeah right i feel like that's the new writer <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah the show is being much more aware of like, this, racism stuff so that's good this is mm-hmm. the kind of lampshading I'm, I'm kind of okay with where it's like we're, we're a fight show we really don't have time to go over this clue, but we know it's a thing yeah. well so we're I gonna think, bring it up but not dive speak, into this it. was a topic i want to get into we can briefly get into this i think well, they were trying to do a better job of weiss addressing this so like um yeah because it's like, oh, Weiss is happy and passed and a good passed all her previous stuff and a good person, but like on pawn reevaluation, it's like, you know, Weiss never really apologized in a good way for what she did. She I think she's you know, she's taking action, she's put, fighting the good fight and stuff. Yeah. But she but she's never like vocalized that she understands. And so I feel like if I'm one of the new writers, I'm like, this is maybe a to-do for the season, is a show that... And Weiss says, like, I'm sorry for my complacency. Like, I think it's, like, a very woke apology that she gives. Yeah. Um, you know, like, even though I was born into this, like, it's, you know, it's, she's still complacent in uh, her role and her family's stuff. And so I think this is, like, a great character moment for Weiss. This is, for me, this is, like, this is the sign that the, sh- the show is, like, fully, like, Weiss is, like, a- amazing and perfect and, like, past all of her crap before. Especially because, like, like, she... Like, they haven't been well no they've okay they've been around faunuses and stuff but it makes sense for her to be kind of reflecting on that more now because she's literally surrounded by her family's like that's true that's true that does kind of make sense yeah so i think it's a it's a good moment and and a very it makes sense for her to be like oh okay i need to be clear with blake (laughs) that we're on the same team here yeah um ruby ruby kind of had a woke dialogue about uh, privilege um so i don't understand the world anymore because yeah. <laughs> they kind of did it successfully i don't know yeah, yeah. Like the, the, the surprising thing for me is that like i expected the season to be like about weiss a little bit because we're going to her home we're gonna see her parents mm-hmm. but they actually like delved into the side of her that's like kind of the more interesting aspect of her character which is this stuff where it's like she is part of this system but it's like she was born into it like she didn't mm-hmm. she didn't actively participate in it but she was 
part of it and she has a role in it. And I think that's the more interesting part of her like guilt and stuff. And I didn't think we were going to get to that. And we did like immediately. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's good to have too, because I imagine later on in the season, we're going to be yeah. confronting her family. Right. So we need to now there, establish more stuff this. Coming and, and I think yeah. it's, I think it's good to know that she's coming in with this mindset when she yeah. goes against her father. Like, it's not just <laughs> my father's bad. It's mm. I understand why my father's bad. I understand why I did the wrong things and I need to atone. And my dad doesn't get that. Okay. And, that's a, you both have made really good points here in terms of like, now is the time to get into this. So yeah. maybe it wasn't it just a, there's outside influences. Maybe it's like yeah. Miles and Carrie have been waiting to put it here because this is where it makes sense in the story um and i think the other of course like where weiss is from but it's also like in season one she was racist to blake so that was like an Mm -hmm. plot element so she the other aspect is seen is she's talking to blake like she's like um like i don't know you should play blake didn't really solicit this conversation but uh she's like um you know this is addressed at the previous uh conflict they had and um i think by the fact that Blake responds positively to this, I think definitely shows that they are in a good place um, relative yeah. to all this stuff. And we also saw, like, when they were first walking into the tunnels, Weiss had that moment where she, like, wiped away the snow and saw the Schnee Dust Company logo. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was so she was too. she was thinking about it as she walked yeah. in. Like, that, that was a very good moment of, like, show, not tell, just her wiping and seeing that. And then, like, like it's very good. Like, that was really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I like this this stuff from Weiss. I think the season, yeah, probably we'll get more into that. But this maybe this is maybe part. last season was like the redemption season. This might be the woke season <laughs> for Weiss. Or yeah. everyone, everyone, for, everyone. Okay. <laughs> for, for the right. We're just general. Ruby's. Ruby's just a woke show now. Just get used to it, guys. Which is stunning. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm being sarcastic. Like, not. I wouldn't deem it a woke show, but this, there are some moments here. This is a stunning turnaround from where they were before. Like, this is very good. Yes. Yeah. Compare this to the old show. I mean, Ruby was never like offensive, but it was just clearly not this. Um, but now, yeah, it was never offensive. It just yeah. played yeah. tropes sometimes and didn't understand why some tropes might be bad. And I think yeah. they're doing better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they okay. have characters who allow them to like be woke, you know, like yeah. they have, whereas other shows might not be because they, they inherently didn't build in a system of characters that would make that, I don't yeah. know, facilitated where this, like they have a team of, like they clearly were thinking about this when they made this thing. Oh. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a lot of content there that they can dive into, which is really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Back to the Aesop. So that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, Har- Har- Harriet, aka Hare. Uh, she's the, fa- she's the, she's fast, the, the fast one. Um, uh, yeah, her name's Hare, uh, and uh, she's she's the Ru- Ruby freaks out that someone has a semblance of going fast. That's that's not her. There's a lot. I think she's the most prominent one, probably this episode. Yeah. Here. Um, yeah. and then later in the episode, she's like, uh, Ruby, your semblance has more to it than, uh, just being fast. So, oh, I just realized what's going on. What's each going of the on? team Ruby's going to get, like, have training with each of these guys. Yes, you're totally right. Oh, they it, get a partner? Yeah, yep, yep, and Ruby's yep. going to train with the fast girl, and Yang's going to probably train with Elm, and, like, yeah. I, yeah, like they're nice with the vine guy. No, I I think it's gonna be Blake with the vine guy because he's like Spider Manny, and like she'll learn from that or whatever. I don't know. Or or you know, we'll put the two faunuses together. And yeah, no, no, uh, <laughs> the two faunuses are definitely going together. Well, that would be yeah, that would be Blake and uh, Mero. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. So Weiss does go with fine. You're right. I'm sorry. If, I mean, the, you know, that's an uh, maybe option. I guess we could do that, yeah. Um, but hey, yeah, a lot of Harriet. She's Sonic, apparently, at one point when she's running. You, um, they just fought to say you're too slow, and I'm, like, so glad they, were, they like, controlled themselves. <laughs> Thank God. Um, yeah, so uh, hair, hair's cool. Um, and then uh, Vine is the weird guy. What uh, is his deal? 
So like, no, what, Haley, what is he? He has extendo arms. No, but like, okay. At Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> they do seem to like extendo arms, don't they? Yeah, why do they like extendo arms so much? Can They're you like- stop with extendo? <laughs> like, how did the show think, it. oh, more extendo arms? That's what our audience like, wants. We're, here's the thing. We complain about a lot of silly things on this show. Extendo arms actually just don't look cool like they just don't the the grim extendo arms final boss of volume four was not good and so like oh let's go back to the extendo arms here what made them think that this was a good idea like here's the thing you can make like stretchy arms look kind of cool in like an anime way they're not doing that they're just making like weird tubes and it just looks really i mean look it's like it's fine what what vine is doing it's not terrible but it's just like baffling in context of the previous extendo arms yeah (laughs) people never liked the extendo arms like why do we keep bringing them back I guess I it must have like, tested well. Must, I <laughs> guess so. People like the, the extendo arms. People that are in us must love the extendo yeah, arms. Yeah, I, I guess. I do think his back, design is funny. Yeah, back to Haley's point. He, he seems like some sort of monk. Like he's, Yeah. Yeah. I found a, I'm just looking at a picture of him now. And he's got like crystals embedded in his forehead. So maybe that's a, maybe they're dust or something. Oh, like he imbues himself you know? with dust? Because like he seems guy? to be more dusty than the other people I mean, like there is that one villain who like shoves dust into his body the weird guy that yeah. no one cares about right uh, uh that could be a thing they just don't even... explain You're referring to hazel yeah. hazel uh, that's his name thank you villain. god i don't want to think about hazel um or extendo <laughs> arms but this episode is forcing me yeah i think we're gonna get probably get backstory on who he is um right but, yeah because he's just so his his appearance and outfit is so or not outfit but his like self is so different than anyone else we've seen so they gotta talk about him yeah Yeah. um yeah i think i think probably at some point um and then we have clover oh yeah clover the uh well okay before that because we're going to transition to clover um we see all of them on display when they're fighting the geist at the end um i think they're saying geist and um he's uh we we see basically the gas i think that's the term for a gat like a ghosty type thing G-E-I-S-T, a geist. Do you spell it, pronounce that gas, Haley? I mean, I Canadian pronunciation. I you do? Know. I don't know. I know. I just thought that was the word. Well, like, there's like ghastly. A... There's like ghastly. The yeah, I think that's the word. Gas. <laughs> I mean, if we might be referring to different words, but geist is definitely a word. Geist is definitely um, the thing they call it in this episode. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what they call it. But um, they, they, with the se- point is they have the scene of them each calling out each other's names and then taking yeah. down the thing. Yeah. And then they're catching the dust at the same time. I think that was probably the best display of the Aesop's team we've seen so far. Yeah. <laughs> because it was in a fight and fights are good and, and fights are fun in Ruby. Yeah, because yeah, fights are fun. And uh, the, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think like just the idea of let's introduce a new team, new season, new team. Here's five new characters you have to know. Um, let's spend a lot of time on these characters instead of the characters we care about. Like, I think all of that's bad. Um, but if we're going to do that, uh, this was a good use of them. I I just kind of think conceptually that this is, I mean, they better have a good purpose this season. If if this is set up for one-on-one training with all of them, like that makes sense. Like with like each of the team Ruby with them, like that makes some amount of sense then. Like we're getting this build up so they have a rapport later, but it still feels weird right now. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. feel weird. Okay, then we have Clover, Clover, um, who's with Crow on the and Alpha very team. Very gay. 
Um, so uh, they're kind of it seems like they're just they're flirting slash talking. The they're, entire they're, time. they're really flirting. And, they're flirting uh, the really whole flirting time. Hard. Crow, like he's asking uh, Crow, Crow gets so anyone at one life, at one point Clover catches Crow. Um, yes. When yeah, and then at another point, uh, we they're talking about their semblances, and Clover says, "Um, my semblance is good fortune. Lucky you, huh?" God, that is so flirty. Oh and that look, God. like oh, yeah. Do they not know what they're doing? Because if they don't, they they don't, I'm I'm shocked. Because Crow's look, he's just like, he's just like a disaster bisexual right now. He cannot handle this. Like, he cannot understand. The thing is, we we also did Crow hugging and Ironwood earlier this season, um, which we didn't talk enough about last week. But it seems, it seems like this is a purposeful direction for Crow's character this season. Yeah, it feels like. It seems like it. we have not seen have like been this touchy or like this close to like other women, and now it makes sense. Like, like it makes sense. He's close to men, and he's like very gay. It's like just mm-hmm. I guess like the reason we didn't see it until now is there weren't any uh, hot guys around. Yeah, there's Crow only Osby who is not and, a hot guy, and now <laughs> now they're all here. So now Crow's going <laughs> now he's like yeah. falling apart. Um. I think if if their thought is like, oh, this character, uh, the vo- we're changing voice actors after the previous voice actor was terrible. By the way, I've been claiming that I couldn't tell the difference between the new and the old voice actor. I think it's noticeable this episode. I, I think, think like it uh, it's similar. It's similar enough. I don't care, but I, I it's similar. I it's con- less gravelly, which I, I will concede that like I didn't notice the difference. But here's um, the thing: voice actor's fine. He's fine. He's he's good. He's good. Yeah. So yeah. The, it's like, oh, this character has a big stigma on them now. No one's gonna like him. What's the way we could get everyone to like Crow? <laughs> we just make him gay this season. I, is that the thought? Like, it seems like that's the thought process. If it is, I like I should be upset about that, but, no, but it's, it's, it's kind of good. Yeah, it's, but it's kind of like, sure, let's do it. Let's just go really gay let's with it. Change everything. It's not the character's <laughs> fault, you know. Like, it, it also, he's got a new I, outfit. It really explains why he's alone all the time. Like maybe he's just like. Like I, I, I think it like explains how, like a lot about his character if he's just gay. Without so I think without the context of Ruby or like who's making the show or any surrounding history of the show, I think like you'd look at the first three episodes and be like, definitely a big arc this season yeah. is we're going to show that Crow is gay and we're going to have flashbacks and like like mm-hmm. the clear the sh- the show seems very interested in that maybe a Crow Clover romance. Um, I think if you add the surrounding history, you'd be like slightly skeptical of it, but I would still say like. Seems oh, to be man. what we're dared they're doing. I don't but know. Like, I think... it, like it seems pretty heavy handed. What? What if? What if he doesn't like Raven because she got Tai Yang and he couldn't? <laughs> uh, bad, but like you know, it was, the show would do that. Like, you know, no, that's <laughs> something that like Ruby would, the show do. would do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I. I, I kind of think the show's doing it. I mean, I. What, as stated before in the Bumble discussion, what the show's doing it means is not clear because they don't like yeah. the show explicit romance. But like, I kind of think that's the that's my read on the intent of the first three episodes so far. Sure. But I mean, I guess here's the thing. Like, at, at the very least, he's like an adult, and like the kids aren't, and maybe they just feel more comfortable doing a lot more touchy feely stuff with him because like he's been like fairly touchy with the men that he's interacted with like hugging more more than like usual in this show like hugging and like touching and like generally yeah. being close to these people and that's just something that they don't usually have the kids do as much yeah um it's it's been striking and clover like here's the 
So first of all, crow is a bad luck semblance. We've been making fun of it. It's maybe the stupidest thing Ruby's it's ever so done. Stupid. We've been so talking there be a good luck semblance for like years. They've been playing a long game and we didn't know. Like, I, I think in my head, like I was like, it's definitely gonna be a woman and they're gonna be together. And it's just like, it it's, being oh, a- it's actually, it's the same stupid thing, but it's actually gay. But like, oh, that makes it better. But like, uh, also, uh, Clo- Clover's like the, the, a, the OC of, Crow's boyfriend for some crow stand that they yeah, write. Yeah, like, it is. This is, yeah, this really is, is like not a real character. <laughs> he doesn't isn't. feel real. He uses a fishing rod. Yeah, well, the fishing thing, that's the other <laughs> aspect of his character. He fishes stuff. It didn't seem super effective until he ripped the head off the thing. Um, but uh, this is very stupid. But I His it. semblance is good luck. <laughs> uh but also so perfect. But Dylan, Dylan, it's really stupid, but is it perfectly any- stupid? Like, <laughs> is it any but like, why should we be perfectly luck? stupid? Like couldn't we just be, couldn't we be smart instead of stupid? Couldn't we just not do this? <laughs> but Dylan, now we have a hot and cold thing with like, because like also they have opposite hair colors and colors palettes. Like, it's so good. It's perfect, mm-hmm. Dylan. Like, mm-hmm. if we're doing explicit romance with the two, fine, I accept, obviously. But, like, <laughs> but like, I still am, like, infuriated at the concept of introducing the opposite crow. Like, I hate this. <laughs> like, I, Dylan, I hate it, too. But it's, like, I've, I'm willing to look past it for the gay. Yes. And I think I think that's what they're banking on. <laughs> and, like, if I'm willing to look past this, I mean, I will be so excited if it's true. We'll actually <laughs> like, be excitedly talking about it. I cannot believe they're just doubling down on Crow's stupid semblance. Like, just write it off. Like, recognize that this was the stupidest thing you've okay. ever done and just get rid of it. No, we're, it's a plot point. We're introducing the good luck semblance. Oh, my God. Okay. Here's the, oh, here's the problem, yeah. Dylan. I don't know if you remember the arc of his semblance talk last season where it's, like, clearly they're going to talk about it that season and they never did. Because, like, in the beginning of the season, there was this huge thing where, like, Crow was talking to Maria about, like, how, like, he hates his semblance and that's why he, like, was alone and stuff. And Maria's like, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that, essentially. And it it seemed like they were going to build to him being, like, my semblance isn't bad. Like, I could use it and be a good person. And then they did it. And now, finally, we're going to do it and have it be in a gay gay context. And it's going to be great. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Crow last season... 90% 90% was a conduit for Team Ruby's generational rage. Like, that was it. Like, they were just upset at old people, and he was just the old person. <laughs> so exactly. he, he didn't really get per- he didn't really get personal content. Like, I think this season, yeah, we could do more with him, like, as a person this season, for sure. But I mean, like, I think, like, that was on purpose, because, like, he was, like, I think he was accepting that. He thought it was true. He thought that was a, he, they, he thought the kids were right to yeah, do Yeah, he's that. on board now. He's, he, he, yeah, he's ended up agreeing with them, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we'll see what happens with uh, good luck and bad luck over here. Um, oh, what's, it, what's the, we need? I can't wait for them to have a ship name. Like, is, oh, apparently, yeah. Beatrice on the Discord has claimed that he, she looked up at their ship or someone. Their ship name is uh, Fair Game. Um, I don't like know. the good luck and the bad luck counting yeah, each other out. I get it's it. I get game. it. I it's a like fair it. game. But I mean, like, <laughs> all the ship names in Ruby are really weird. So I'm, okay, yeah. I'm gonna do some googling and see. Yeah, yes. apparently that's what it is. Okay. Please. Um, uh, what else? Um, is it time for Tyrion? Okay, fine. We can briefly talk about Tyrion. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, how many episodes this season are going to end with Tyrion like coming out of the shadows? And ominous. So all Tyrion does is he just murders a guy with his tail at the end of this episode. He does it every episode now. That's just what he does. Then there's blood. Li- uh, okay, so say your piece on Tyrion's tail, Sarah. Okay. Dylan, we said <laughs> it last season. You can't just keep doing the same reveal over and over again. And this is essentially the same thing. We keep, like, it, the tale is never going to be as cool as all these, like, seeds building up to it make it. That's the problem. And they're, like, keep being, like, oh, 
he's such a cool villain with his cool tail. It's like, it's just a tail. Like, it's not like, it's just a tail. It's not going to be like this amazingly cool thing. <sighs> I'm, I'm ready for him to show up and to just be like barely a part of the fight even. Yeah, um, so clearly, I mean, we know from the intro, which, by the way, we got a bunch of intro scenes this episode, um, is that he's going to be fighting. Um, uh, I guess this scene will have more relevance this episode, like who this guy was that he was yeah. murdering and stuff. But, like, as it functions at the end of this episode and the end of last episode, like, and the premiere, or I don't know about the like, I think um, the, I think premiere, too, like, it ended with, was that, was Watts episode Watts two? Was, yeah, Watts was Okay, then and I don't think that's I don't know. I just, like, as much as I've joked about, like, oh, this is bad, but, like, Crow's semblance, it's stupid. Like, it's a stupid element, but you can use it well. Like, this is just, like, terrible story. Like, I just, like, really don't like what they do with separating the villains and then having their separate scenes, especially if you're going to do yeah. the same thing at the end of the episode. Like, this is just a big downer for me at the end of the episode. Yeah. Like, just cut to Terry and a character we don't care about who's not connected to our main storyline, have him do something that we have no idea what it means or is interesting at all, like he murdered a guy. Like, like at least we had, like, a jump th- jump scare thing, which is kind of interesting. But, like, th- this is – I just – I hate how they're using – Tyrion and the Salem villains, and I, really need to write them off the show soon. Okay, this is this is not like do something or get them out of here. This is okay. detracting from the episodes. I'll say this, Dylan. I think they're going somewhere this season, but it's just so many seasons in a row before now doing this where they're all like all separate. It just makes it so frustrating because like at least they're in the same like city, quote unquote, now. Because like I think what's going on here is we we kind of talked about how in the first episode we talked about how or not the first second episode, we talked about how Salem probably is gonna try to use the satellite for something bad, um, mm-hmm. to like announce her presence. And I yeah. think yeah, part of that is I, I think the bad guys are trying to take down like this like the happy hunters happy huntress, huntresses because they're trying to stop ironwood and they want ironwood to succeed like they're trying to take down the biggest threat to ironwood without him knowing yeah um i i agree we're going somewhere and at least he'll meet up with the gang but yeah. i don't know this is like genuinely like pissing and me off um, i think the first thing I, Tyrion, even though is that like we know he's gonna die the first time he ends shows up with crow again like he can't <laughs> live again like that's the problem yeah yeah um anyway i i I think this is like the number one element that's making it hard for me to take ruby seriously as like a legitimate critical tv show um like i think last season did a lot to like make it not just like the show we memed about like oh this is a good show now um i still don't think it's a show that's like in the tier of like something i'd consider really for like promoting at the end of the year any sort of accolades or anything just because like this this is like a big uh hurdle for me like that the show still does this oh yeah if the villains aren't good then that's like a major issue for the show sorry i had a gay thought but i'll mention it later about Tyrion. no about (laughs) about crow again i'll mention it later Tyrion and crow no definitely not you definitely not (laughs) okay Uh, briefly on Iron, we had that scene of them uh, discussing whether to trust Ironwood. We spent most of the last podcast about this, and they basically are like, yeah, Ironwood seems okay, but we shouldn't commit to trusting him until yeah. we're more sure about it. I'm, so with, I'm with Blake. Yeah, I think they're all on the same page. I, but yeah. I do like I do like Oscar saying, aren't we doing the same thing? Like, they're at least acknowledging that there is some grayness here to what they're doing. Like, this isn't like, like – I, I like that at least. Um, it does, it does yeah, feel weird. That's a good, it's a good thing thought but i just oscar saying it is not good yes but, agree yeah. agree yeah. it's a good thought from the writers but like yeah. oscar is not the person to say it at all yeah so they give oscar the lamp ruby gives oscar the lamp which is this the episode, worst idea and it's like that's 
gonna not turn out well, right? Actually, Ospin. Yeah, Ospin takes over. Theory, we were expecting right? last season that Ospin would be like Ospin yeah, was I, Oscar all along, but then actually, if he was, then this would be bad, right? Like, if yeah, be bad, horrible. Are we getting a twist this season? Like, should we expect? I one? think it's gonna be three twists. What's, what I don't know the what they twists? are yet. Oh, you I just think there's going to be a lot of twists. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Oscar is still right for twist because he has a person living inside and who's dormant who could come out at any time. And then it could yeah. always just be Osman. Um, I thought that what? line of where, uh, Ruby was like, yeah, it's probably not good for me to be carrying this whatever relic on a keychain." <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, it probably isn't Ruby. Why did you think <laughs> of that like two seasons ago? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they tried throwing it down the well. That was a good idea. I stand by that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I agree. I still think that's probably <laughs> the best idea anyone's had. They had it under the influence of the the Grim, but uh, I think that was the best idea. Throw it down the well. Uh, the last major sketch play was the new weapons as well. They had their weapon upgrades. I'm not really the weapons person, so I noticed the Ruby's scythe can pivot now. Yep. Um, that was cool. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah what are the other ones? bombs with her shotguns, which she can trigger with reloading. <laughs> Um, Weiss can extend her sword a little bit with like a little bit of a dust thing at the tip. And okay. uh, Blake had, I forget what Blake had. Crap. I mean, she, she, her weapons was broken, so they had to redesign. Maybe they them. just fixed it. I think she did something in the fight, though, and I yeah. am forgetting it. Uh, they were bashing on her things earlier, so I think they did something to it. Yeah, I just forget what she did. Like, I remember she did I something. No memory. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, the only other big thing I remember is that uh, Jean has. Uh, uh, like a shield, an extra, sh- like, oh, like yeah, a John shield, can energy like do stuff. shield, an energy shield know. thing. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. by Dylan, the way, I'm surprised you didn't ask me for Rose Garden thoughts. <sighs> I was hoping you <laughs> forgot. There was a scene of Ruby and, uh, oh, you asking you shall receive. I saw, there's a, like that scene Haley, there's again, a scene like, of, oh, uh, God, Oscar God, and God, Ruby God. together. What'd you think of, uh, the romantic Why did you mention this, Haley? We almost made it. I know, I know. It's I hate it with every fiber I'm being, but I keep self-inflicting. <laughs> so you feel you clearly were feeling it. No, I just thought it was hilarious. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm in such a, I guess, meta state with Rose Garden, <laughs> it where I much, hate it. Conversation very much got triggered in a very shippy way. I'll say that. I, um, I, I think like in terms of my state of fear on Lancaster Rose Garden is I'm not currently afraid that they're actually going to do that. I think like, I think, I think Rose Garden might have some traction. That if the, of the two, that's the one that it definitely has traction, but like, we're not like considering the, the barrier to romance in the show, like they're not even at a bumblebee yet. And so that's, so that Great. ship is also not happening. So unless Oscar was going to die, which he might then again, cause you can only kiss before people die. So Oscar could die and then they could, okay, okay that would be, that's the fear. Uh, it's yeah. like, I'm about to be subsumed by Ospin. No. Kiss me first. Yeah, well, see, see the problem with like the gay relationships on Team Ruby itself is none of them are going to die. So they'll never kiss each other. That's that's true. At, at least we're not fridging them, but also that means they can't kiss. Yeah, yeah. so no. <laughs> okay. that's, that's a good point. Um, d- dumb things that uh, we would hate. Uh, their new scroll. They have new scrolls, and that show their aura levels on. The I mean, phone. I think the scrolls showed them before, that. but they just have new scrolls for some reason. They look like switch controllers they, for some could, reason. Could they previously see aura levels on the phones? I think so. I think so that's I don't understand movie. how that works. But Dylan, okay. were they just switch controllers that like had holograms come out of them? Pretty much. Yeah. Let, let Ruby play the new Pokemon game, guys. Come on. Like, <laughs> she'd clearly love it. Like, just let her play it. I do um, think that auras and semblances, as much as we <laughs> we like to talk about them, I think they're going to become 
important because it we came say that every lot. season though Haley. no i know but but it seemed to be they were focusing on it more and talking about it more yeah. and they had that line of like oh it's cold and and weiss said oh yeah if it's not warm or you can put your aura out or whatever <laughs> that heats you now so yay um but last i think that's gonna be a thing. changing and then no one's aura changed I know, but or they'll stuff. probably be like stuck in the snow or something and have to use the aura and it'll be really dramatic. And, or it'll like yeah. run out and it'll be really cold. Exactly. Or yeah, I think that's going to come back. Yeah, it'll This episode was very yeah. semblance crowd. No, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode is very semblance focused. Let's see another episode before. Yeah, Adelaide. but it this makes is- sense because they're in a place that's all about dust, right? So that would make sense that that would become a storyline. Speaking, speaking we'll of semblance, I guess. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, didn't they mention in a previous season that Ruby's semblance is turning into pedals, not speed? Like, yeah, yeah, but okay. she's fast pedals. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I guess there's. I, I think there's more than fast pedals. That's what they're saying. Okay, she can take. She can take people in her semblance. Like, yeah. Isn't that more than that? Isn't that more than speed? It's like I she's guess. changing yeah. her form. I don't yeah, know. Okay. maybe I, I would really um, like if there's like more to this, and it's just like maybe she learns how to like hold her scythe while she's pedals or something because she yeah. currently. Oh, thinks- uh, what semblance marrow can like freeze things oh in yeah time. we can talk about the most overpowered semblance yeah. ever yeah also i found it interesting guys that, okay you may have noticed this how there were two of them i think marrow did it and someone else did it where they said oh yeah vine did it where they said a word and then it the thing happened but it's not yeah, is this a video stuff? game now yeah what are they yeah. why are they announcing their attacks but it was no, also them doubling magic, down on the whole yeah, it's not magic. But it's not magic. They can just words. freeze people and say magic words when they do it. Yeah, he said some S Stay. Words. He said stay. So he's he not casting stay? a spell? He just did it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, but and then they he's stay. He's a dog. Get it? Get it? He oh. said stay, and they froze. Okay, right there. okay we're done. Um, totally um, so right. there's this other scene I liked. Uh, with, no, the, the, uh, the last few things. Nora um, is like, oh, uh, yes. oh, Ren, I like your outfit, and John, and Ren doesn't respond because... Um, I don't know why. Why don't you respond to your girlfriend? And then um, John says, I like your outfit too. And uh, it's the weirdest line. I like uh, rejecting John. That's no, no, yeah. This was worth it just for the yeah. burn. But I mean, yeah. like, it was really weird. What is preventing Ren from being with Nora? Yeah, yeah. What's going on here, Ren? I always, I don't, okay. It's, I, I don't know. I always see them just as siblings. <laughs> I mean, that's how they act on the show, so it's fair. I know, but, uh, and they've cool. had moments where they're like, no, they're together, but uh, no, they're brother and sister. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what romance is on the show. Um, like, to be fair, I think there's some argument that Nora likes Ren, but Ren doesn't like her back, but at the same time, there have been times when Ren has done we're things. past that. Yeah, that was what it yeah. was originally or something, yeah. but uh, yeah. we're just going back to that for a comedy. Then Extendo Arms happened, and... Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, that was the Ren and John. They can only have relationship moments around Extendo Arms. That's true. You, (laughs) Um, yeah, that's what history would suggest. So I'm. I think that makes sense. Uh, So they last thing around Vine. Around what? Vine. The guy's name is Vine, Dylan. Mm. Because his arms are like vines? I know his name. No, no, they need to be around because he's extendo arms. That's the only way they can have relationships. They just just have to stick with him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Last thing is that the whole mission was framed around they're securing... I missed this the first time, so I was like, why are we doing this? They're securing the launch site for the... For the <laughs> communications tower, yep. yes. but which I feel like they should have said more than quickly what? in the beginning. Like, like this just episode just seems random, with the exception of like we're just we're advancing the plot, kind of. Um, okay, yeah. can I have a mini uh, segment where I react to the satellite plotline? 
Just yeah, what's, yeah, you've been mentioning the satellite a lot. Clearly, you're enamored with the satellite. As much time as she wants to talk about this crazy satellite. It's so weird, guys. It's so weird, folks. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> it makes no sense. Because logistically, especially with this episode, they're going to this place up in the north of Atlas, which is also weird because it's in the air. So I guess we're going to the ground of the mountains or whatever. So whatever. So they're there. They're trying to find the launch site. Meanwhile, Ironwood previously said that they're going to use the stadium for no reason as the basis of this satellite. But, you know, I'm all for repurposing uh, previously used materials. It's great for the world. But you don't use a, a stadium as a satellite dish. That seems flawed in the first place. So how are they going to get the stadium that has been deteriorating from a giant disaster for years to Atlas? To this remote place. It floats. Shoot it up into the air. It floats. Why does it float? No, but it's like, no. It floats. Remember, it floated in season three. Yeah, but it's not anymore. I don't think it's it, it's got messed we, up. We don't know. We, we don't, don't know that, Haley. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're driving in on a bunch of cars. Maybe like, they're on the back. <laughs> what? But they could okay. also, they've got a lot of technology stuff. happening. They could probably <laughs> satellite dish there's a lot of technology happening you know they no, do there's no like, cars come on <laughs> are there cars i guess yeah, there's, there's, cars. there's big cars dylan. there's a motorcycle watch, watch talking... literally did the watch watchdog thing last episode remember dylan and he like right. crashed cars he did didn't no, I, yeah obviously there I are cars that. but here's the thing though is that um like if we think about the first satellites that humans made oh, they no. were the size of stadiums <laughs> you know so it doesn't have we to compare be Sputnik to this yeah exactly compare like, that it's like a person up and they it, can't like why do you i don't think that's gonna float I, that's not I, gonna stay like clearly like the writers don't have to like understand science to like do stuff but i don't think they understand just how like how much weight like like affects how hard it is to get up into the atmosphere funny, like it's just, that's just it's purely thematic, but it also is such an old theme that why are we bringing it back? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, I love that the whole plot is getting the satellite up so that we can talk to people. So, so Haley clearly is enamored with this. I'm, I'm just fascinated that they were looking at a story <laughs> so all of like, here are the ideas that we could go for with this season, right? And that means and you're really excited like they, about it, right? But it's like they threw a dart at a wall of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. I think I think that's how they play. It's going to be important this it's season. So they just threw it It's very random. Uh, like, we had oh no idea God. that they would do this. Yeah. So oh I I I I want to watch how this unfolds. Satellite okay. Watch 2K19. <laughs> satellite <laughs> yes. Watch 2K19. Haley will be our satellite expert. Oh, is that the hashtag here. Satellite Watch? I yeah. guess. I think that's going to be confused <laughs> with. Uh, some other thing. I don't know what what satellite we'd be watching, but um, <laughs> or yeah. like who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm gonna treat that as Haley's final thoughts because yep. uh, I think that was Maybe appropriate. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. More on the satellite to come. I mean, this whole episode is about securing this the place for the satellite. So I assume okay. next episode we'll be getting the col- so- Coliseum there somehow. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll it will be the big reveal on how they're transporting it will be to come. and why it has to be that enormous. We'll yep. find out. Uh, I guess just because it floats, so they can just float it upwards because they can't okay. really figure out rocket science. Like they have technology. They could make something smaller float. And it's going to um, need jet propulsion. 
It's I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say to this. Uh, okay, <laughs> Sarah, what are your final thoughts? Uh, I guess my final thoughts are just gay ones because, like, sure, whatever. I I also <laughs> yeah. I thought about like Crow again, and I thought about Crow and Winter. Maybe they're fight. They were fighting over a boy, specifically Ironwood. Like maybe that's why they hate each other. Oh, they- wait, are you talking about the thing in the opening? Like the title sequence? No, no, I'm talking about this, the fight seasons ago in volume three when they like hate oh, each other. Oh, sorry. Yes. Like they hate each other instantly for some reason. We never really got an answer True. to why other True. than them like just like throwing insults at each other. Maybe it's because like winter, like they fought over Ironwood. Like I could. <gasps> that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ironwood shipping drama to come. Like I want, I want a gay, like if we had a gay. Love, a triangle? Like, like a. Like can oh, you imagine yeah. like the like how exciting that would be if there's a love triangle between Crow, Ironwood, and Clover? Um, no, because I literally can't imagine that for this show. Yeah, because it's like, not going to happen, but I'm like... <laughs> that's what I'm saying, I, it's unfathomable. Could you, imagine, could you imagine the fanfics? This already is a fanfic. With Clover's <laughs> already a fanfic character, so yeah. It just was unnamed this in the show. Fanfic characters, that's all they are. I mean, Ruby is just a giant video game fanfic. Is Maria you know? a fanfic character? Like, she's like. Maria like, was a good fanfic character. Yeah, it's like, here's the legendary Huntress. Yeah, that's what's Was what it Adam a fanfic character? Like, the yeah, very yeah. first. Also, like, yeah, he is a fanfic villain. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh. Um, okay, so there you go. I have no further thoughts. That's, <laughs> let like, us know what you thought. I'm exhausted. <laughs> what you thought of Ace Operatives? <laughs> Every week again. Aren't you excited? Yeah, is that how I end Ruby podcasts? Is that what happens? <laughs> um, <laughs> Like I think that's how we do. We end up with just like we're out of energy. I guess we'll see you next time. <laughs> was I not as great. exhausted last week because Beatrice is like positive versus us? Like our... us three, like we <laughs> wind each other up and then we, we just get out of it. Bad and good dynamic. Okay, yeah, there you go. like we're just done. Maybe by that's the Team Dishes semblance. Yeah, Team Dish is the the name. Um, <laughs> and the, the Team Satellite Dish. <gasps> no. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's so perfect. We, We're we've been we, we've we've been new that this was the plot oh, of the season. Oh, that's the hashtag. Yeah. Satellite dish. Okay, satellite dish. Yeah, no I. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Confirmed. It's now canon. Team Satellite Dishes discussion on Ace Operatives. YouTube comments, OverlyAnimated.com. Come to our Discord to talk about it with us at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord for the invite link. Consider supporting us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron podcast, Damien, aka Diamond Day. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, Ryan Seabox, Beatrice, you, Michael, and Needle. Back for next week of Ruby. We somehow already have the name. This is like the first Ooh. week in history. Um, I think VRV screwed up, but um, Pomp and Circumstance is next week. The good thing about um, Ruby episode titles is they mean nothing, so we know nothing. Yeah. That makes me no think, like, I, when I read that, I was like, oh, is it the dance episode? But that's not what the description says. So Yeah, no, wait, it's nothing, because it's nothing. Oh. Yeah. I will say, spoiler alert, the screen cap, like, on VRV is a big white rose look, so I'm hugely <laughs> looking forward to this episode. Yeah, so. it's just... Yeah, they're looking together. Like, they're looking at each other, and I'm ready. And it's, like, it looks really gay. Um, okay. So we're going to get the equivalent I'll, of the Bumblebee scene. I'll say that we've said this. We've said there's very gay moments every episode this season so far, which is a very big improvement, I think. Did we about yeah, one we, and two? We talked about gay stuff every episode. I think I've forgotten the first episode now. The first episode, I talked about Crow and Clover a lot. And really? I don't think you guys... Or in Ironwood, right? Well, that's, an, oh. no, that was episode two. But, Ironwood. like, Clover, Clover, like stepped on crow and gave him a look and it was very, very gay 
So do you think they hooked up before the first episode started and then we're <laughs> seeing I don't think I, I just think like there was a connection there already. It's just an instant yeah. connection. Okay. Maybe the love okay. triangle already exists. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like by the time he's meeting Ironwood, there's already the love triangle. Okay, okay. let us okay. And tell us your thoughts on Crow and Clover. Yep. Wow, you said that was a lot outfit. of stain, Dylan. I just can't get past the good luck semblance. We'll see if we'll see if I can get there, but I'm... I don't think you can. That's <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's reasonable in my opinion. You have but... a couple more months. You'll get there, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe we can convince Maybe me. before he dies. Uh, yeah, they're both, like, di- yes. both dying together in okay. epic Romeo and Juliet ending to the yeah, season. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Tyrion kills them both, and Tyrion somehow lives again. Oh God! Uh, well, why don't you bring Tyrion into this? Um, what if Tyrion's just, like? We, what if we just didn't talk about Tyrion the rest of the season? Like, like in the on the podcast? Or in yeah. The what show? if we just ignored the Tyrion? <laughs> well, here's the thing: the if he just shows up at the okay. end of the episode again, I'm completely okay with that. Like, if he just shows up and does, yeah, nothing, we could have just not talked about him this yeah. episode. But like, he's going to be. I'm completely on board just ignoring him until yeah. he actually shows we'll up with the okay. character. Might be better for my health. Okay, so that's all of our health. Yes. Not you though. You love Tyrion. Uh, I so hate that's, Tyrion. Stale, stale. You missed the end of that. Um, so uh, that's, that's it for the ASAP Productions podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I think I said everything. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.